Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Pretty Litter. It's springtime, Get your dick up. Oh, sorry. That's oh, what? Nope, there. not this. No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we got so many ads. Pretty, right. litter, is... pretty litter is delivered in discreet packages. <laughs> discreet <laughs> packaging, and it smells nice. Rather, it smells like nothing because it traps odor with its powerful crystal matrix. It's ultra-absorbent, lightweight, low-dust. One six-pound bag works right for a month. It's a kitty litter. And this crystal matrix allows for changes in color in case your cat has potential illnesses. In the Unfortunately, red pill. no one can be told what the crystal yes. matrix is. You yeah. have to piss on it to find out. <laughs> like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, basically anything that goes through the pee hole, it can detect it. See that cat dressed in red? <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Look again. Pretty Litter also ships free. You think that's free. piss you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. They'll have that big, huge kitty litter bags all over the place. The my cat's those. just been taking a dump in the desert of the real. Ha! <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Sorry, too many good Matrix things. One time my cat um, peed and it was like telling the litter box, like, dodge this. I hate this litter box. One time it's my... the smell. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I just like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty litter yep. is amazing. You have to try it. It gives me peace of mind for my cat's yeah. health especially when it comes to piss-related health issues. And it's also a great kitty litter, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash daddies. That's prettylitter.com slash daddies to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy, prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. last time I got Pretty Litter in the mail from them, I got a little cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved superpower chewable vitamin. Most of the time when you talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Oh, Most I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a been a smarter move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, no. because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. Haya fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full-body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, 
B12. 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 That one came out weird. That was wrestling here for vitamin B12. Vitamin D. B12. That's why this is all this Oh, we got a zipper. Folate. Vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you say that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good, even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh my pills. <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash daddies. This deal is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Deal is one for the money and two for the great vitamins you're giving. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, HayaHealth.com slash daddies, and get your kids the full-body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm just sorry. I'm just thirsty. Gonna get some fluids uh, in Quality lovemaking, oh. Glenn. Oh, boy. Totally agree. I just realized the only sound has been our, our wet, sloppy lovemaking and just the, the flesh hitting flesh. You want to listen to some music? Oh, yeah. We should probably put some toots on. Yeah, let me uh, click on the uh, fantasy radio here. Listen to this short ad to get 30 oh, minutes of uninterrupted sorry. No, I really need to subscribe. It's like five bucks a month. I have no For excuse. no ads. That's very reasonable. Are you scared of therapy? Do you think it might be too expensive or it might make you too vulnerable or you're a man? Well, I'm Dr. Not Me, and I'm here to make therapy a lot less scary. You don't need to get therapy from your weird old mom who murders people with MIG needles. You especially shouldn't get it from your son slash father who is 65 slash dead slash in an eight-year-old's body. Instead, book an appointment with me, Dr. Not Me. I'm a licensed therapist who lives inside the subconscious of a soulless math witch slash garden witch. If you want to book an appointment, just pick up the nearest leaf or whisper into a tree. That's crazy. I think I know her. You just heard an ad. Now, here's another one. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast. Instead, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast about four dads flung into a realm of high fantasy and magic to rescue their lost sons. My name is Freddie Wong. I play Glenn Close, the rock and roll bard of the group. This week's Glenn fact. Glenn. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you know, you know, um, is it Sting? That was the biggest laugh yet, I think. That was the biggest Freddie laughing so, at Freddie so you know, You know Sting? And how Sting is like, I know how to engage in tantric sex for hours. My, yeah. my mm. mother's husband, Sting, <laughs> she wishes. I can't operate on this patient. I'm Sting. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn likes to think that he, too, has that power. He does not. <laughs> oh, God. What does he think is happening? If he thinks he has the power and he doesn't, how does he still think he has the power? One's like, yeah, 34 seconds. That's a lot. A lot of men think that they have the power in a lot of things that aren't even tantric sex when they don't. I can tell the difference between real tantric sex and fake tantric sex. Okay. Yeah. I'm just I know saying most women, I'm doing a Harry Metz, I think. Most oh. women fake their tantric yeah. sex. <laughs> Thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, Daryl Olson doesn't even know what you're talking about. 
around. Hi, everybody. This is Daryl Wilson. Daryl Wilson. This is hi. Whoa, this he's here. Uh-oh. He came, he came up again. So hey, Daryl. How's it going? Hey, you hey, cry everybody. one time playing your character. And then- hey, everybody. This is Matthew Arnold, who plays Daryl Wilson, a stay-at-home coach dad who became a barbarian upon entering this magical world of whimsy and dragons and danger. Quick dad fact, the penultimate sin, Envy. Uh. This one's pretty straightforward. You could probably guess it. He's pretty envious of Henry, I know. Everything Darnell. This is a specific moment. I don't think this is the thing he's most envious of, but it's kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. Is they met each other. Both of them had just been doing some shopping at the grocery store and they were putting their groceries in the back of the car. And Daryl got a good look at the fucking bag game of Darnell. Oh How my God. clean he's like, he's like, oh hey, huh, who's uh who's bag boy did that? And Darnell's like, no, I, I packed, of course, I packed these bags myself. I put them away. Just Tetris level, just flawless. If oh. if you oh, ever bags the, in the trunk. Oh, I really yeah. thought you said back game. Back like, game. Like no, I mean he's got a strong bag. back. His bags were packed so perfectly. No little like flap from the bread flopping out or anything like that. Just flawless backpacking. I guess I'm the only one who cares about packing bags here, but I'm just saying that the way those grocery store bags are packed were perfect. And Daryl was like, I fucking I hate paper myself. or plastic. <laughs> I'm garbage compared to Darnell. Of course plastic. I mean, what? wait, what was it? Sorry, I meant of course paper. <laughs> Coarse paper. Second Daryl fact, he hates the environment. He's environment. Yeah. He specifically throws out the little can holders without cutting Coarse them. paper so that- bags. This poor dolphin. Yeah, he ties them together so he gets 12 little turtles. He makes his own nets. <laughs> he just goes down the lake. Hey, everyone. I'm Will Campos. I play Henry Oak, the Birkenstock rocket and crunchy munchy hippie nature druid dad of the dads. My dad fact today, so this is our first bang bang. Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is our first doubled up episode of Dungeons and Daddies because we just recorded the previous episode you just heard. Yes. We're going right back in. So I'm going to talk about the first and only time Henry did a bang bang, which is where you eat two meals, one right after the other. Mm-hmm. And so the first meal was at home. They had like a ton of wild rice because they had a bunch left over in the fridge. And he was like, it's going to go bad if no one eats it. He made it and the kids didn't really like it. So before they went out, he just was like, I'm just going to scarf this down, scarf down a big bowl of wild rice. But then right after that, Mercedes was like, it's our anniversary. Are we going out (gasps) for dinner? And he's like, you bet your bottom dollar we are. And I definitely didn't need just a whole bunch of rice. So then they went out to an incredibly expensive restaurant with like one of those like 12 courses of experimental avant-garde food, and he was just sweating bullets and suffering all the way through it, never again. Where you can't yeah. take it to go. You can't, you can't yeah. yeah. You know, it's, like, it oh, it's like an egg, and there's like weird stuff in the egg. It's like it had a name like foyer or something like that. <laughs> it probably started off, and he's like, oh, perfect. Like, look at these little tiny these plates. Tiny little plates. Like, Why is this the And they kept one? coming, and then they kept on going. <laughs> Hello, my name is Beth May, and I play Ron Stampler, emotionally detached stepfather and recent graduate of therapy. What if you could just graduate from therapy and you're Get done like a little diploma a certificate. A little certificate. Yeah. Therapists would make less money, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder why they don't graduate from therapy. <laughs> it's all employed by big therapy. Big yeah. You don't understand college is a process. You gotta be here until you're done working on yourself, which will never end. So you're just in college forever. I mean, like, yeah, but you accept that. Yeah, no. yeah, that's the thing. The fun fact about Ron this week. Ron is lactose intolerant. <laughs> I almost made that my Henry fact. Which doesn't mean he doesn't drink milk or whatever. It's just he has some pretty upsetting views about cows. <laughs> Henry hates horses. Ron hates cows. Love it. Fun fact about Beth this week. It's been a rough road between this last episode and this episode. Yes, we're recording them back to back, but there was some lunch in between. 
There was some lunch and uh, some mango sticky rice. They had never had it before. We had delicious Thai food. But Fun um, fact about mango sticky rice, yes, it's got is, milk in it. It's got milk in it. <laughs> Fun fact about that, I'm pretty allergic to dairy. And uh, 20 minutes has been pretty rough. You know, I'm in and out. Make I'm a in and constitution out. saving throw. Yes, yes. Hey, it's Anthony. It's, it's Anthony Leave B. voicemail. Your dad. <laughs> Sorry, I can't be at the phone right now. I should be like, hey, what's up? Oh, man, that's crazy. Oh. No, just kidding. I, you got my voicemail. There's a beep. I don't really have a fact in the last half hour that didn't exist before. <laughs> Out of all the dice, which one's your favorite? Oh, wow. Well, I was literally just looking at this. Somebody sent us some dice, some custom dice for our characters, and mine were all scam likely themed, and they have little iPhones on them, and I was checking out, and I'm like, oh, these are so cute, and I looked at the D20, and there was like a piece of paper in there or something, and I was what the fuck is that? And it's a little, like, almost like a fortune cookie slip, and it just says, always be scamming. It's oh, very God, cute. I love oh, that's that. very cool. That's well, Easter egg I meant like D20, D8, D12. <laughs> I know what you said. Oh. I was ignoring it in favor of thanking one of our fans. And obviously uh, D8 because the ass to ass. Ah, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So last episode, just a lot of feelings. A lot of feelings <laughs> in that last episode. Just a bunch of people eh? hung out with therapeutic NPCs of varying degrees of quality. Glenn got some of his own therapy. You know yeah, Glenn oh got some God. fucking <laughs> massage therapy. But we didn't actually get to hear the therapy session between Ron and Dr. Not Me. So before we find out what happened after you all came back together after your therapy, let's go ahead and jump back to Ron and Not Me in Aaron's house. So Ron is already using like a bunch of like dumb therapy speech. Like, like <laughs> yeah, I've been holding space for a lot. Of these thoughts, uh, feelings aren't facts. I don't. I feel like uh, no matter what, I'm always, I'm always gonna see him in the mirror or something. All of what I am. Sometimes it feels like it's because of him, and sometimes it feels like um, there's something inside me that's. Uh, it's not like you know. It's not a cool do- doodler demon like Henry has, but it, f- it feels like something similar where. Everything that I do, I can't escape him. And I have every reason to hate him. I know, because, you know, we've been in this therapy session for, you know, a half hour. And we're trying to, <laughs> trying to wrap up. And you've said, yeah. you said a lot of cool things that made me sort of realize that I don't need him. And that it's okay to sort of distance myself from him and to move on and stuff like that. And then... Sometimes at night, I think about what if he said that he was proud of me or what if he said that he did love me. And uh, then I I get so scared knowing that I'll never hear it from him. And I get so scared that I'll never be able to give that to somebody else. And I'm so scared that that these people that I do love, that I'll hurt them. I think you could give yourself a break. I think you're very beloved by this group of Frankly, very stupid people whose judgment is suspected. I'm sorry. No, I truly, I truly understand. I think they care about you a lot. And I think Terry Jr. cares about you a lot. It's sort of like just kind of being okay with the love that I'm getting from other people. I think, you know, when, when you're related to somebody, when somebody's your family, like blood family, you think... Well, that's kind of guaranteed love right there. You check off that box, and then when it doesn't happen, you think, oh, there's something wrong with you, you know, sort of almost down to your genetics or whatever. I think if I, uh, as a stepfather, 
it is my duty to step up outside of my genetic timeline and give <laughs> and give love to people that I'm not related to. It's just love isn't guaranteed. So doesn't that make it more valuable that you have so much of it? Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, same time next week. Yeah, same time next week. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody cried except for Glenn, who nutted. And now you're all back. Well, we don't know what. Yeah, you don't know what goes on in the boudoir. Okay, fair enough. Glenn, at minimum, in the nutted. Afterglow. Well, maybe yeah. he didn't. Maybe he's just very giving. I think Glenn cries when he makes love. That's what yeah. I think. That's depressing. <laughs> that's sad. Glenn, you leveled up twice, so that's 4d8 worth of time. And I'm going to say everyone else's actions last episode took place during that same span of time. Two, and then a seven, and then a four, and then a six. So basically, you're in a position it. where... I had written out like 12 potential upgrades that the baddies could get right now. They have all of them. So oh, I, oh my God. I literally have to start writing more upgrades. That oh my they God. Could wait, so what more can they do? I'll come up with stuff. Like, I don't oh know. God. So we don't oh, have much cheapers creepers. Oh, you don't have to do that. If you keep doing stuff, I will find other things that they can do. So now everybody's back at the beach at your little stronghold. What would you like to do next? Perception um, check is a high tide or low tide? It's low tide. You guys want to like dig for clams? Oh, I mean, we gotta. It's it, it, no, no, no man, I know. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> got, let's get the van. That's what you did. We all got our stuff. We so did. Yeah, oh, do you that's think right. you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think you can whip up a fake van and a real van for us? What, what all happened to you, by the way? Are you all primed up? Are you, you all... got this glow about yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> how did the lessons go? Let's just say that I learned a couple of things. <laughs> did you learn how to get our van back? Yes. Did you learn how to make a fake van? Yes. Well, I think, you know, we should do that. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So step one, fake van. <laughs> All right. Glenn's going to cast true polymorph and he's going to cast true polymorph on, I guess, what are we going to say that we want? A oh, clam. You, oh yeah, a, yeah, a clam. A clam. That's why I was digging for clams. I you want to turn one. a small clam into a very large fake True polymorph clam. chooses uh, one creature or non-magical object I can see within range. I transform that creature into a different creature. Or an object. Or an object. And uh, yeah. Okay, sure. So a clam in front of you takes the form of the Honda Odyssey with the word Shinji on the side. And I say, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick. I need to take a long rest before I can cast this next ninth level spell. So, Okay. So this is part of our plan to put the homunculus bodies that are us into the fake van. And then we're going to send it out. But before we do that. We can get some practice in yeah. uh, with our kids with the student driver version of the Odyssey Sun. Wait, are we trying to teach the kids how to drive? Why not? I, I mean, I guess we can. We haven't really talked yet about what the kids are going to do during all of this. I mean, obviously, we got to get them across the border. I mean, I kind of figured that's why I wanted to get the van back because I figured, well, we're we got a lot of fighting going on. Like, I want the kids to help, but like, I want them also safe. So I figured the Odyssey would be the safest place. But you're right. Like, we're not going to uh, be in the van. One of the kids should probably drive the van. Oh, I see. So what you're saying is we've got the decoy van running around. This thing looks great, by the way, Glenn. I mean, this thing looks exactly like the Honda Odyssey. Wait, does it work like the Honda Odyssey? I assume so, right? Yeah. Because it's, yes, yeah, Polymorph. It's it just... is polymorphed into a perfect facsimile of a Honda Odyssey without anime sentience. Let me check. Daryl sits in and he goes, I mean, it's technically the same. I gotta say. It feels, <laughs> feels a little different, but I mean, Daryl takes a, the key's already in the ignition and he just, boom, does it start? Yeah, it works. Holy wow, cow. Jesus, Glenn, what did you do? Oh, it was a wet and wild weekend, let me tell you. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, tell us. No, that's okay, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> There's some things a gentleman never speaks about. Oh, okay, it's just like a lot, like you like just came what? back. Uh, you know, anything that has to do with 
Matters of the heart. Sounds Wait, what like, happened? You had it some sounds, sounds, guys, sounds guys. like you need to go to therapy. I, I poured I, my heart out there for 45 minutes. I did a little pouring myself. Was it for 45 minutes? Uh, it felt like 45 minutes. <laughs> More like 45 seconds. Oh, uh, guys, I think maybe our good friend Glenn made love. And <laughs> we should just, you know, respect his privacy around okay, that, you know? Okay. Glenn, did you have sexual relations with somebody? <laughs> and he holds his hand up for a high five. I Do you want us to high five you over that? Is that what you want? Like, you know, if it was, good, you know, an emotionally good thing for you to do, I, I support you. And I give him a hug. <laughs> <laughs> did you imagine that energy? How much better, like relationships between men would be if it's like hey yeah bro it's like i just got laid instead of people giving high fives they just hugged each other good for you, good for you wonderful man. okay well no so- that's good glenn okay um <laughs> so hey daryl thanks for the tip <laughs> oh hey i didn't know i was responsible for this great look we got this car this is awesome <laughs> we're gonna use this thing with a polymorph i like the distraction thing let's bring the kids in here i really want like yeah because got- so essentially what we're saying is this thing's gonna zoom around yes our dad's gonna be firing at it wasting all their spells and then we're going to swoop in, but we've got the kids protected in the van, and they make a beeline through the portal. So you're right. we got to teach them how to drive. I know it seems a little young, but like in some states, like kids as young as 13, like, Dad, you probably, like, when you worked on, like, the farm and stuff when you were really young, you probably, like, learned to drive a tractor when you were, like, 12 or 13. Oh, yeah, I got squirted out of the womb right into the driver's seat pretty much. <laughs> Sounds like Peyton, but that's good. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's the point. That's great. Okay, so, yeah, let's, I mean, I don't know, have you? It's, it's, it comes so soon. Like you, like know, one moment your kids are just walking, then it's like it's time to teach them to drive. I remember when I taught you how to drive. I do. Oh, what was I have to know? What little Daryl was like, Frank? Cut to flashback. <laughs> Frank and Daryl. All right, son. So what you want to do is, I know stick seems scary, but it's actually the best way to control your car. So you're gonna put your foot down on the clutch. Okay. All right, and then is this gonna, the clutch? That, no, that is that. That is the brake. That's good. Okay. okay. All right. That, yeah, that's the clutch. Okay. Okay. And you're gonna. Ease it into first gear. Yeah, I just want to watch you do it. Daryl just gets up and goes to the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just spends all day driving you around because you're too anxious. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's go get ice cream. Yeah, I never learned to drive stick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, weirdly enough, I actually didn't, you know, in our neighborhood, I didn't do a lot of driving. I actually didn't learn to drive till I was like 32. <laughs> Whoa. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I just like I yeah. learned how to drive till I was about 27, 20 either. That of course is because I came from here, you know. I learned how to drive a horse when I was a kid. You know, that's what you I don't oh. know if you call it driving a horse. No, I don't think that's so. what we call it here in the Forgotten Realms. We call it driving a horse. I learned how to drive when I was eleven. What wow. really? Oh, is this Ooh, gonna be sad though? I don't know what you're talking about. I used to drive everywhere. Wow. Gosh. Ron, that sounds like you might be the best teacher for these kids. Yeah, maybe. Because it sounds like Ron probably knows. I can drive now. But it sounds like Ron knows a thing or two about what it was like to learn to drive. The beginner's as a kid, mind. Which I don't, and you don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna assume Glenn doesn't. Okay. But when did you learn how to drive? I learned how to drive when I was 15. And I got a learner's permit, and I couldn't drive my friends around for a while because I had the learner's permit. And then I got when I gave 16, I got the full driver's license. Yep, just a straight, boring story. Just the normal way that people learn to drive. It was just, like a reverse joke where it was three yes. punchlines. It's a rule of three, but it was three punchlines and then the normal thing. Yeah. Kiddos, everyone. Kids, everyone. All the kids come running. They go, what's up? What's up? With pep in their step because I feel like kids know when a car is around. So <laughs> Kids can sense when a car is around. Kids, as you can Us see. dads have all decided. We've all decided. <laughs> It's time for all of you to learn how to drive. Yeah!
Yeah, the kids explode in joy, like Lark and Sparrow high fiving hey, each other. Hey, this is a serious responsibility, children. Not only are you learning to drive a very dangerous vehicle, but let's be real here. This isn't learning to drive because you're going to school or you're going to the mall. You're learning to drive because we're in a gosh darn life or death situation. That's very and true. We got to survive this. Grant goes, kids don't go to the malls anymore, too. <laughs> <laughs> here in Faerun, before you learn how to ride a horse, we make you watch a play called Red Cobblestone. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. It's about all the horrible things that can happen to you if you're hot-dogging on that horse. And I don't have a way to show you that play right now, but let's just say that cobblestone's red because people fall off of horses and hit their heads and bleed on it. Dope. No, it's not. Who said that? That was definitely Lark or Sparrow. <laughs> but, mm, boys, it's not dope. Is it dope if you do a crazy flip off of a horse and you face plant on the ground and your head explodes? Is that what you call dope? Uh, uh, yeah. I have bad news for you, Father. In the dictionary next to the word dope is a picture of what you just said. Well, but I'm sure we'll be fine. We'll I'm, be fine. I'm with your kids on this one. That sounds pretty dope. Well, it doesn't sound dope to me to be dead, which is what you could be if you goof off while driving a car. Right, Daryl? Yes, listen right, to Henry, everybody. Right. Yeah. So Terry is like, I think I could. Do we all need to drive? So I think our goal is that we want all the kids to have the best flexibility in the final battle to have all the kids be able to drive. Because I think we're going to treat the kids as like a unit together. You mean if if only some of them can drive, then obviously that would cause complications for them. Here's what I think we do I think we teach all the kids as a group, and then we all have them take a driving test. (laughs) Whoever does the best on the driving test is going to get to drive the van in the final battle. I just think we need all the kids to learn to drive because, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. And like, like I'm sure Grant's gonna be fine, but like if you know yeah, Mark so, dies what, or something what the in the battle, fuck, I'm Darryl? just saying if it happens, this is a real situation. Why do I use my kid as an you're example? You're right, you're right. Let's say it was Terry dies. Oh, no, then we just okay. Let's then say then there you was got a, two kids. Let's, let's say Sparrow <laughs> dies. We just want to make sure that Lark can still drive so that they're not stuck in the middle of the battle and then they all die. I'm just saying we want to teach God, all of our be kids. Really to drive. sad if Sparrow dies because like doesn't stop. even okay. All right. <laughs> stop, stop talking about my kids dying. Sorry, sorry. You're right. I don't want any of the kids to die. I'm just saying they should all learn to drive so that they're all. Like, they can help each other because they're going to be in this battle, too. That's all I'm saying. Yes, that's very true. Grant so, could die, too. And if he dies, I just want to make sure that, <laughs> I just make sure that your kids can still get out of there, okay? It's going to be okay. We're going to okay? teach them all really well how to drive this minivan. But, okay. yeah, so whoever does the best job will be the lead driver, and hopefully they don't die. Oh, yeah, we can get Walter to tune it up. Oh, yeah. We like can get some Road cool armor style. on that and stuff. And plus, you know, Odyssey Son's going to be there. She's going to be protecting them. Yeah, it's real, be great. real Odyssey Son. Yeah, real Odyssey Son, not this garbage one. Hey. Okay. What? Okay. I'm just saying it doesn't feel like Glenn, our car. friend Glenn did a really good no, job. No, he did a good job. I'm just saying it's not Glenn's a real car. Glenn's kind of going through some stuff right now. He so just like, maybe ease up on Glenn a little bit. <laughs> you see Glenn a distance away, like, making very lewd hand gestures to the rat. And describing what was going on. And the oh rat's covering God. its eyes going, squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> Speaking of, guys, like, I'm a little worried about Glenn. I think yeah. after we do He's this driver thing, we should, the, I think the three of us need to talk yeah. to Glenn. Do you think we yeah. should talk to Glenn? Should we sit down with Glenn? We talk? should talk to him. I feel like this can be really hard for him because it's like, this is kind of a coming of age for our boys. And like, you know, his boy's off in hell with a demon. And yeah. he's not going to get to teach real Nick Jr. how to drive. Yeah. And I don't know exactly what happened at the tavern, but like, and I don't like know all these hand gestures he's doing, but I'm someone. looking at it and there's a lot of hand gestures I don't like that I'm seeing. So like, I feel like a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> Those hand gestures are between him and the person he made love I know, with. I'm just saying I'm concerned about Lord. him. They'll bring the Lord into this. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. I mean, sorry, Mr. Dad. Wilson. We're not going to teach Nick Jr. to drive, right? We're not going to play around with that. I yeah, okay. Drive. I mean, I'm a pretty good teacher, so you never know what could accidentally slip through. Yeah. <laughs> 
but we should make Glenn feel involved. And then after the kids are done driving, they'll be really happy and then they can go off and play and maybe practice. Do, and then we can talk to Glenn. A little intervention for Glenn. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Hey, Glenn, how's it going over hey, there? Hey, Glenn, how's it going? Uh, let me just say I burned my inspiration a couple of times during that. Hey, whoa. Hey, hey, how's it going, everybody? <laughs> hey, we going to teach your kids how to drive? Yeah. yeah. All, All right, right who's going to teach you? You want to help? Because you're such a good driver, I heard. You, you got a, your learner's permit when you're 15. That's great. Maybe you can help <laughs> us out. <laughs> I know a few things about uh, the old vehicular uh, uh, arts. Manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn trying not to say manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Pretty Litter. It's springtime. Get your dick up. Oh, sorry. That's uh, what? Nope, not this. No. Sorry. Sorry, we got so many ads. Pretty, litter, right. is... Pretty litter is delivered in discreet packages. <laughs> discreet <door>. packaging. <laughs> and it smells nice. Rather, it smells like nothing because it traps odor with its powerful crystal matrix. It's ultra-absorbent, lightweight, low-dust. One six-pound bag works right for the month. It's a kitty litter. And this crystal matrix allows for changes in color in case your cat has potential illnesses. And Take the red pill. No one can be told what the crystal yes. matrix is. You have yeah. to piss on it to find out. <laughs> like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, basically anything that goes through the pee hole, it can detect it. See that cat dressed in red? <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. Look, Look again. Uh, Pretty Litter also ships free. You think that's piss you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. Don't have that big, huge kitty litter bags all over the place. Have to my cat's those. just been taking a dump in the desert of the real. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Sorry, too many good Matrix things. One time my cat um, peed and it was like telling the litter box, like, dodge this. I hate this litter box. One time it's my... the smell. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I just like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty litter yep. is amazing. You have to try it. It gives me peace of mind for my cat's yeah. health especially when it comes to piss-related health issues. And it's also a great kitty litter, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah. That's prettylitter.com slash daddies to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy, prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah, it's For me? Yeah. yeah. Last time I got Pretty Litter in the mail from them, I got a little cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Blue Nile. Buy I'm tired jewelry. of living in a state of denial. I gotta get engaged. <laughs> it's time to get married, everybody. Yeah. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a gift. It's probably pretty good. One would hope. And you get to see the look on their face when they open it. The hard part, finding the right piece. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you from buying the ring you want now while you're waiting to find the man that you need Later, right? Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. absolutely what I should be doing. <laughs> yeah, just buy the ring you want now. Figure out how to get the perfect piece at the best price, Beth. 
BlueNile.com. Thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly Wish I could below find thousands retail. of independently graded men. Am I right? <laughs> Peace of mind with every purchase. You ain't getting that on Hinge. With some of the highest quality standards in the industry, not even Raya can keep up with that. Whether you want to make a classic statement. about online dating. The odds are good, but the goods are odd. Whether you may want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet. That's a... White gold white cocaine? A tennis bracelet? Ooh. Like in, like in Challengers. Like in Challengers, yep. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> or maybe Just like in Challengers. Yep. Sapphire yep. diamond hoop earrings. Ben, let's start bracelets. by finting one guy before it's no, too I need two, and they need to make out with each other, too. Blue Nile jewelry experts can help you find the perfect gift for, what is it, a thruple situation? What is it? Is it Jules and Jim? Like, what is Challengers? What was it? It's kind of like a, a combative thruple. Yeah. Oh, my God. The dream, right? Yeah. What jewelry will I need to buy to make the two boys kiss? Uh, well, you know, you could ask Blue Nile's experts because they're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. What are some expected or unexpected challenges you might encounter when shopping for jewelry gifts? Well, first and foremost, when you have two tennis players vying yes. for your attention and <laughs> you're trying to make sizes. them... Different ring sizes. Yep. Multiple sizing, different tastes. You want to make them jealous of each other. Yes. And you want to recreate that famous scene in Challengers when Zendaya holds up an engagement ring and goes, which whatever <laughs> you kiss is best. I give this <laughs> and the two boys kiss each other. Blue, Blue Nile. Nile. <laughs> and also, while they're kissing each other in your hotel room, you can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile <laughs> also offers a diamond price match guarantee. They might be locking lips and tugging each other, but, but you're you can not locked there, into a bad deal. You're not locked into a bad deal. That's right, Ben. Hell yeah. And just in case. Holy shit. 30 day returns. That's a big 3 0, aka a finished set in tennis. <laughs> Shop Blue Nile today. You're going to love, love these rings. <laughs> Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler go to bluenile.com today that's bluenile.com what i love about this is like hey anthony can you come up with a fun mechanic for this idea we just came i might think is that we do this montage style okay i think each of the dads teaches a different part of the driving great okay so whenever you want to you jump in and then with your kid i will respond and we'll see if we can get some okay so we're doing a fun some zany upbeat music is playing as we're cutting between all the dads teaching the different elements of driving father which button is the ejector seat okay so the first and most important thing the rocket launcher yes 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 about driving is our friend right here called mr seatbelt and so here's how (laughs) a seatbelt works i've been in a car (laughs) before you wear your dang seatbelt mark Hey, I know it's a little sensitive, but like we can include Glenn by, you know, Glenn can teach Lark and that will give him. Yeah, some Lark's hands. kind of driving me crazy. He won't put a seatbelt on. Glenn, could you handle Lark for a second? Yeah, no worries. So, Lark, what you got to understand is that during a reverse J turn, the fact that the engine block is in the front allows you to make a reverse <laughs> right, right, right. 180 very, very like in quickly. Cobra. In the exactly. Sylvester Stallone movie Cobra. So, yes. the key is pulling into reverse and getting to about 25 miles an hour. You got to make sure you hit 25 miles an hour. It's just a single crank of the wheel and you'll immediately reverse 180. Your All right, car. let's try this shit. Ready? Here we go. Uh, and then you all see it in the distances, like he moves forward five feet and then stops because he doesn't actually know how the car works. Uh, he's like, okay, that's a good start. We'll do this again. We'll try it again. We'll try it again. And he yeah, fucking yeah. hits the steering wheel because he didn't have his seatbelt on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're hung as his fucking <laughs> skull slams into the steering well, it wheel. sounds like someone learned to wear his seatbelt. Good job, Glenn. I'm only doing this because I want to now as he clips the seatbelt in. Okay. Some other quick things in no specific order. Always keep your hands. It's hand in two, so you're holding ten things in one hand and then two things in the other. (laughs) 
And then one of those things is always a steering wheel. So it's like sometimes I'll have like toothpicks in my left hand. I'll be like, oh, I don't think you should uh, be doing that. That's, that was, I, that's and, not what that means. But then I got like cool Wolverine hands and <laughs> the two, sometimes that's just my keys, my keychain <laughs> rather. Wait, and, your key, but they should be in the ignition. Yeah, well, I've got a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> And then, okay, so th this is the hazard button, and then you can park anywhere as long as you put that on. That's not true. That's just not true. Oh, my God, is this why you keep getting tickets? No, it's I get tickets uh, to see shows of cars because they like her. They that's, a, that's a tow yard. That's because they towed your car. You don't get to see. Oh, my God. How did you live this long? There are seat warmers. I don't know how to put them on. <laughs> All right, Lark, now the way understeer works is if you're going too fast for the wheels to be able to get traction, counterintuitively, you need to slow down. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say steer into it. No, Sorry, understeer Understeer means you're overloading your front. Let me talk a little bit about how the tire patches work here. Anyway. Glenn, 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 Glenn. let's cut past the bullshit. How does a man drift? Ah, <laughs> drifting. Well, it's going to be difficult in a front-wheel drive vehicle. However, using the handbrake. Oh, that actually reminds me. I'm going to rig up the handbrake to allow for easier drifting. Uh, Daryl Stubbs is like, Glenn, you will not be modifying my Honda Odyssey to change the handbrake. What are you this doing? Like, it's not your Honda Odyssey, Daryl. But he's going to be driving. Okay, you can teach Clark whatever you want, but once we get the real car, you're not doing Glark? this. Glark? My what? son's name is not Glark. Did you think his name is Glark? No, this whole time have you been calling me Glark and I didn't notice? They are going to eventually be driving my vehicle. So I'm just making sure that whatever he's teaching him right now is not going to be what he's implying. Hey, that he's hey Frank, do. Frank, what does it say? The Bible about snitches. Oh, they get stitches. Okay, Grant, you've watched your dad drive. I mean, it you, seems pretty just, simple. just pretty much ignore everything you just heard the other three dads say. They used to say 10 and 2, but nowadays the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration recommends recommends 9 and 3. You know this. You watch your old man drive. Put them on 9 and 3. Make sure you check your, your mirrors. Make sure nobody's around. Put your car into drive and then start going. You know, you, you play video games, son. You've got uh, yeah, I mean, car. They, you pretty much know what to do. They added cars to Fortnite a little while ago, so yeah. I've got a pretty Terry good Terry Jr., uh, the, the horn, you can have a veritable conversation using only the <laughs> horn. <laughs> Something Daryl would know nothing about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, say you're waiting for somebody to get their groceries. You make sure that you unlock the car before they hop in. And then if you see them kind of looking around, you could be like, honk, honk. And then you're like, hop in. And then if somebody's in front of you, like, you know, hogging up the lane, don't do anything to that. They might scare them. So just kind of, kind of just sit there behind them. I think you may have actually stumbled upon something that might be useful, which is should the kids and I have a, like a honk signal to you is like two honks. Like we Ooh. need help. Or is like, oh, here, know. just oh, do Morse gosh. code. Okay, who wants to teach me how to do Morse code? I don't know how to do Morse code. <laughs> Time for a montage and a montage. <laughs> I mean, it's a good idea, Glenn, but we don't need that many messages. I think just coming up with a few little things that the kids could learn would be, yeah, helpful. Like if they need help or. What about lean on the horn the whole time? That way we know you're at the wheel. And then if the horn stops going, we know something has gone we know wrong. You're dead. <laughs> that sounds like a, it sounds like a bad idea. And also, if I got like shot from behind or something and then slumped forward, oh my God. He would. He would be on the horn. Quite an imagination on this kid. <laughs> I just, I have a, I have a dark, I, I'm in a dark place. I saw Chinatown when I was way too young. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, for, 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 forget it, China. Dad. It's the Forgotten Realms. Okay, how about this? One honk means send help, right? That means we got to go to the van. Two honks means we're okay. And you do that every minute? <laughs> okay, I don't I've know. got a better one. I've got a better one. I've got a better one. 
All we do is we need help. And that's honk, 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 honk. Classic. Okay. That's all we need. Okay. And then if you ever want to, if you just do three honks, that means I love you. <laughs> so Terry looks at him and goes, honk, honk, honk. Oh, oh my God. We cut to Henry with Sparrow. And he's like, Sparrow, there's one last thing you need to know about. And it's to always respect cyclists they're right <laughs> they oh use the God. road too i don't know <laughs> if we're gonna see any shit. cyclists while we're in the battle but someone might be on a bicycle and you need to treat them just like they're a car sir because they are part of the nature of the road father i need to ask you a genuine question if some of the soldiers tried to prevent us from getting through the portal are on cycles what do i do <laughs> then you keep driving you run them over <laughs> <laughs> Son, are they using their hand signals to indicate turning? <laughs> Tonight, you're going to break your one rule. <laughs> so each of the sons is going to roll. They're just going to get a straight D20 roll. Yes. Uh, and whoever rolls best will be the driver, and whoever rolls second best will be the navigator, and they'll be resentful the whole time. I like to cast Ceremony on all the kids. Okay, what does that do? It's um, coming of age. Touch one humanoid who's a young adult. For the next 24 hours, whenever the target makes an ability check, it can roll a D4 and add the number rolled to the ability check. A creature can benefit from this right only once. So it's like a free D4 for wow. the Wow. Okay. This feels about right. Well, they all, they all have it so it cancels out. <laughs> no, I know. I'm saying like they wouldn't use it here. I'm saying when, you know, at the end of this, yes. they're going to have come of they've age. All, yes. They've all passed the driver's course. So Glenn gives them each a certificate and shakes their hand and says, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who wants their kid to drive first? Grant, show me how it's done, buddy. All right, guys. Wish me luck. Good luck. 23. Great 23. <laughs> wow. Daryl just looks at Frank. He's like, that was pretty good. He did everything by the book. He checked his fucking mirrors. He looks behind him as he backed up to make sure he didn't hit a kid or anything. God, I didn't learn to drive that good till like last year. Did he get a natural 20? No, he got a 19 and then on D4 was a three. Wow. And then uh, Terry, I guess. Sure. He got a one. <laughs> and a one. Whoa, a double crit fail. So the engine explodes (laughs) in the hood and he goes like, no, I did it wrong. How did I do that? And Walter's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. I'll repair it. I'll repair it. It wasn't your fault, Terry. Terry comes out and he's like pulling at his hair. He goes, I fucked up. What did I do? I fucked up so bad. Terry, listen. This is my fault somehow. No, no, Terry, look, you didn't hurt anybody, right? There's nobody hurt. The car, it still looks great, honestly. <laughs> and then you remember to put on the hazards. The car's not moving, and I nobody's going to be hazards. upset. Oh, yeah. I, can't, I can't drive. I don't, I don't like driving. I don't want to. Eric, give it up to Terry. You did a good job. It's time no, to say don't give me that patronizing. No, no, you did a good job, Terry. You great. Terry, love the car. Terry, look at me. You what? came up with a really good idea, and you're like the brains of the whole thing. Everybody knows that drivers are fucking stupid. Okay. You can be the, the navi. Er, wait, okay. You can be in the backs, the backseat driver is the most important. Terry. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, 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 I like that. I could be the idea guy, the backseat driver. Yeah, like, okay, that's you not guys so bad. always the best guy, Terry. That's not so bad. You I did guess. good. I fucked up, but no, it's okay. I'll do. Yeah, no, I, I just, I won't try because I fucked up at this. I'm just never gonna try it again because then I won't fuck up. No, again, so you fine. can't do that, kiddo. All right. that's you. It's Sparrow's turn. Terry's gonna get a Vespa. <laughs> uh, Sparrow got a 15, so like pretty, pretty damn good. All right, not quite as good as Grant. He, he missed a couple of signals. Out of the way of an imaginary cyclist and put the car in the ditch. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. Back it out. Oh, a little oh, too anxious. Gets a good job avoiding the cyclist, though. I'm proud I did. of you. My imaginary conscience would have been inconsolable. Uh, and then I want to cast. Yes, do it. Do it. Do on, it. Uh, on Lark, I'm right before his test, I'm going to give him Bardic Inspiration. Great. It's a D12. D12. And then what I said to him is, I go, all right, Lark, remember, you got a fast car. I want a ticket anywhere. Maybe we could make a deal. Lark is now going to roll. 
That's a 25. It's like full on like Fast and the Furious. Like, it's like Baby there's, Driver. There's, yeah. two, there's two hot trees like with like booty shorts and they just fucking and he fucking yes. goes off and like does a fucking circle drift in the sand and like smoke's going everywhere and he fucking perfectly lands between like, I don't know, two trees or something. It's very impressive. He does a bunch of car stuff. Grant's like, I had you. And then Lark goes, you never had me. <laughs> you didn't even have your car. It doesn't matter whether you lose by a minute or a mile. Um, <laughs> Maybe together we can Amazing. get somewhere. Lark, that was amazing i know yeah that was real cool what you yeah i'm i'm proud of you lark and he gets out and he fucking hood slides across and he goes it looks like i'm the baby driver yes you are you're my little baby and you're a great driver ew jesus (laughs) grant grant you'll be my navigator and grant's like okay that's fine okay you're gonna crush it you kids are gonna be okay this is gonna be great does grant know how to read a map map? i guess you don't need a map word i mean grant you know mr oak here was wondering if you know how to read a map don't tie me out Carol. <laughs> all fortnite is is reading a map i know everything that's about maps. Map. i have amazing map reading skills and call outs sure yeah i could do call yes, outs, you can do yeah. outs. Call outs. you're very good at that grant i'll go now write some call out locations on the on that 3d map and then we'll be able to reference them during the fight that's great that's i'm super pretty helpful. familiar with call outs myself <laughs> <laughs> uh so You've got your baby driver, you got your baby navigator, and you've got your baby backseat driver, and then also Sparrow. Okay, so the next thing is we got to get the homunculuses ready to drive the decoy car. Yes. Mom? Yes. When do we want to create these homunculi? Do we want to do that right before the battle? Because you said they're going to be pretty stupid. They'll be stupid. They're not going to, like, melt or anything. Are they going to wander off if we make them right they now? They might. We could tie them to, like, a stick or something. <laughs> oh, that feels, that feels weird. I feel a little weird about that. We can just that. do it right before we got to go. We'll do it right They're before moms, we got to go. They're man. I don't know what to tell you. They're not going to be that wise. So, yeah, okay. I guess we could just do it right before if you want to. Okay. Well, we'll hold off on that. We're going to talk to Gwen a little bit. <laughs> but let's, we got to get some weapons. Me weapons. and Ron were working on some weapons. We got to get the kids geared up. And then we got to figure out how we're going to blow up these pillars. So that's kind of like what's next. Yeah, and then we got to check in on the fire Festival and how all that's going. Oh, yeah. Hey, Doug, can we get an update on the fire Festival? We've been busy. How how have you been? Yeah, the metrics have never been higher. What does that mean? What's the metrics? (laughs) Metrics is how you determine how good things are in this world. Yeah, how good a thing. You know how, like, you can't actually define what's good or bad objectively and how that, like, fuck with philosophers for a long time? Turns out they just didn't have metrics. (laughs) (laughs) Now we have those, and I can say that objectively, we're doing good. You're going to have pretty much every NPC that we've mentioned and forgot about will show up at some point. We've got a lot of strangers coming. How much of- money have we made so far on ticket sales? Pre-sales. Yeah, pre-sales. Oh, I was supposed to be taking their money now. I thought we were doing that at the door. Oh, Doug, buddy. Oh, I don't- it's all about that PayPal, pal. He starts walking into the ocean. No, 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 no. I fucked up again. No, we should have been more clear. This is useful, actually, because, Glenn, tell me if I'm wrong, but- we need some components for that spell, right? So maybe oh, we could yes. use... That's maybe, a list. Yeah, maybe we could get Doug a list and he so could go gather things. the money now. Oh, yeah, two things, two things, two things, Doug. In social media, every missed opportunity is another opportunity. So we can upcharge them for an additional package and then get more money out of them. Also, I have a list of all the spell components that we'll ever need, so no one has to ever bother us about those. You see, Doug, there's <laughs> things in d and I mean, in d and or in life, rather, uh, called components. And uh, a component is something that you need to do before you can do another thing. And that kind of wastes a lot of time naturally in the world. And so normally we don't do that, but we've got uh, some time here. Okay. 
All right, well, I'll go do these and I'll try to convince everyone to pay after I told them they could pay later. And you need to turn all that money into, we need a diamond worth 5,000 gold. For yeah, that's one of the components we that's need. That's one of the components. Yeah. Okay. So okay. if Doug could do that, that'd be great. I'll find $5,000 if I have to kill my own... Not my parents. I like my parents. Oh, I, like I have enough. Parents. I have enough memory of liking my parents enough left. <laughs> and to that's not right. Do that. You are gonna kill it with whoever you need to talk to. Yes. which is what you mean <laughs> when you say that, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Okay, so, good. So Doug heads off to go get some components and to collect, you know, payment from your hypothetical audience members from the, from the premium platinum tier yes, yeah, from, from the, the black card wielding uh, <laughs> executives. Okay, so we're gonna treat teaching your kids to drive as a single climb action. All right, so you rolled a four, which is good because it doesn't take you into a new threshold of them getting an upgrade. You're at 59 points out of basically once you get oh, to 60, God. they then get okay. another upgrade. We've had a tough day. All of us have had a pretty tough day. We did a lot of soul searching. We did a lot. Of, I mean, we taught our kids to drive. That's pretty exciting. Gun's got to rest because we got to get Odyssey Sun back tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe we should talk to Matilda. Yeah, or we should just see if maybe there's a way to get a, an inside peek, a sneak peek, if you yeah. will, at what's going on over at the enemy camp just so we know what we're up against. Okay. Aaron, can I borrow a, a leaf? Me and Matilda, we came up with a secret code for contacting her. I just need a leaf contact. She knows how to do that, I guess. <laughs> uh, okay, so Aaron comes out of her, <laughs> her workshop and then hands you a leaf. You needed Aaron to get a leaf? We're surrounded <laughs> by trees, Matt. Oh, she sorry, goes, Aaron. I was no, working. Sorry, I was in the I'm fucking sorry. zone. I'm I have sorry, like three Aaron, or four items grab... I'm trying to make here. You're right. For some reason, I just think leaves are all yours. You're right. Oh I could just pick up well, a leaf. That's I offensive. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I really didn't mean to I be I thought steak was all your thing. I guess it kind of actually is, Yeah, steak's all your Yeah, you got me. I'll I'll just be in there working. We appreciate what you're doing. We're sorry. I'm sorry I I called you over. All right. So I open it up. I go, Matilda. (laughs) And she goes, Darryl. I love that Matt did the Sega song. <laughs> Matilda. Matilda. Da 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 Daryl. Da 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 Daryl. Daryl. Wilson. Matilda. We- <laughs> the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> Matilda, here are the. Hey, check it. These are the other dads. Uh, hi, sweet Matilda. We've heard so much about you. Oi, I can't talk too much because we're about to go into a big baddie meeting about our plans. But what's up? How okay, you doing? Okay, so we, we're getting pretty close to like tackling this whole situation. I think after tomorrow, we're going to be ready to go. And I want to know what's going on on the inside. And if that whole uh, beer situation, you know, what's what's the... How about we tell you what we're planning? You tell us if it's useful. This information I'm about to tell well, you. Well, I can tell you the upgrades and stuff that oh, we've that's been good. making. That's, that's better. That's yeah, better. That's you're the smart one. Let's yeah, no, I know. Okay, so we had some more people join us. We had punky looking like forest bandits. They're called the Red Band Trailers. We got <gasps> them and their leader MPA. No, 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 don't worry, guys. They're all drug users. They're going to be sure. at this fire festival for sure. We got ten knights with like gelatinous insides, and they're led by some sort of elk lady. <gasps> uh, named Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warden. Warden. Oh, yeah, no. shit. Oh. And then uh, weirdly, we also got. 15 children led by somebody named Gunna Duckwell. Oh, oh my god. Oh, shit. Holy Wait, shit. Who is that? That's the unfortunate foster the children oh, no. that Payton was fighting. I hold Payton in Frank's hand the moment he <laughs> yeah. says that. Yeah, he immediately starts quivering. Uh, it looks like Barry got some sort of item. I'm not sure what it is because Anthony hasn't decided yet, but he's got a wondrous item of some sort. Oh shit. Wondrous is bad. And then there's a weird, this one's very confusing and I haven't been able to like divine the answer out of Willie because he hasn't been around seemingly, but there's what? some sort of device that it seems like he took it from that bunker in Oakvale, that like underground area. And there's like a bunch of wires and, and whatnot coming out of it. It looks uh, dangerous. Um, 
What bunker? This is the one we remember when you turned into a dog when we went back into in Oakville, you know, like oh, when we yeah. were in that, that little Oak bit. Ridge nuclear facility. He's something, got something. a nuclear bomb. Is that what's going on? What oh, is no. it, so is nuclear mean like small or large? I have bad news, Matilda. Nuclear means bad. It means there's a, there a show called Chernobyl that was like really got into this in a riveting <laughs> way. But no, nuclear is not a good thing. It'd be like, you know, you turn on the, the stove and there's like, look, you put like a little too much lighter fuel in your in your BBQ and you get that little puff of like, well, you know what an explosion is. Imagine that, but like big enough to blow up the entire town you're in plus 100 towns. It's like when you land a really cool skateboarding trick and you're like, that was nuclear. That's not what it's like, but it's oh. a different word for, I guess you could use that, but I think she means like the real type of nuclear Yeah, it's going to kill like everybody. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Should I find a way to stop it? Yeah, that'd be that'd, that'd be, be good. great. Yeah. Anything you can do, Matilda. You know, I remember Daryl saying you guys have been working on a new type of barrel special that has fun magical properties that can help yeah. us in this battle. So maybe deploy that. We'll send you another message right when we're about to start our attack. Okay, so I should deploy the like what is it? Like sleeping beer or something? What did what did we make together? I Remind think, me. I think <laughs> what beer do we think we were gonna Anti-nuclear make? Anti nuclear bomb beer. <laughs> bomb shelter brew. I think sleepy it's beer. A, yeah, atomic was, IPA. No yeah. sleepy beer, you you were giving me that lavender tea and you're like, Hey Daryl, maybe don't drink right before you go to bed. It actually like, you know, it, it actually keeps yeah, you, you up. Staying up awful, awful and then we night. like blended the lavender with the beer and it's just like made a sleepy time beer, and then you're like, Hey, you could probably pump this it's up. It's an IPA. I'll Put you asleep. God, run! 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 Hang on to that. Ron, are you writing that down? Um, yeah. That's gonna be the first beer we make together. That's so Darryl, good. Focus, Daryl. Uh, you're right. Uh, sleepy time beer, but yeah. No one cares about your business that you're doing oh. wrong that I'm not invited to. <laughs> Andrew, do you want to be part of this beer company? It's maybe. We'll talk okay. about it later. Okay. It's like it sounds like somebody. <laughs> um. Oh, really quick, one last thing because I I don't want to get you in trouble. Are you hearing about this fire festival? Is it breaking into the the fortress? Is our oh. street team doing a good job? I mean, we've heard about yeah some sort of concert going on near you Neverwinter. Need, we need you to hype it up to everybody. Yeah, say you're going, and like yes. everybody, you know that. Don't blow her cover. Wait, you want you want me to try no. to get the no. soldiers to leave? No, don't like tell them to leave, but just you know, casually talk about how you wish you could go, and maybe that. Yeah, like, that's what we're I'm trying saying. to develop FOMO, which is, I believe, I saw my alderman. No, <laughs> no, it's Friday. Oh yay, and then Monday. Oh no. Yeah, we want people to feel like they're missing out on this fire festival thing and then work because that'll yeah, help yeah. us build our hype machine we're hoping we can maybe depending on how cool the fire festival is get a lot of these people to just kind of leave yeah you could try to just be like you know take a picture of like some of these yurts and think like, wow that looks really cool that looks like a great fun weekend just just lightly drop hints like that all right i'll do my best Spread stay FOMO. safe don't do anything hey, that'll guys, get let's you let, in let's trouble let daryl and matilda say something to each other without us there oh, okay. i feel like yeah, right. privacy. Like, yeah all right we're gonna okay. go over there daryl why being so weird about it what are you wearing right now? What? Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We it's talked how we about joke. this. It's how we I know. Joke. I know. I'm trying to. It's hot. It's hot. I'm sorry. I just it's can't. I, I still to, love to, Carol. I, you know. I know you do. But, I'm sure um, she loves you. But I, when I watched you pour those beers, you're just so much man. <laughs> you're so much man. I I appreciate that, Matilda. You stay safe and, oh, and okay. Well, if I, I if if I live through this, can I get a kiss on the cheek? Well, <laughs> You yes. got it, lady. <laughs> Matilda, remember, you deserve you deserve so much, and you're going to find somebody, and you're going to make it through this. I appreciate you so much for helping us. I, I got to go. You're the best. Goodbye, my son and stars. Dad, you heard all that, right? Yes, I yeah, did. We're going to need to talk to you about this <laughs> later, but that's... Um, okay. Oh, boy, you just beat him away with a stick, huh? <laughs> that's my boy! <laughs> okay, wow. Sounds like tomorrow we're really doing this thing. Yeah. We're doing
Dungeons and Dads is brought to you this week by him. Boing. Boing. <laughs> your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. What it is? Wait, what? Why was it if your sex life is not important and you're pretty free? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you may not have the time to go to the doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction, but through HIMS, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. The dream. HIMS provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand-name okay. treatments Hello. like Viagra, or generic alternatives worth the 95% cheaper. Do they have Flintstone versions? Wish I had I'm a generic alternative sure. to my wife. I'm pretty sure that Hanna-Barbera Dude, I want whatever Barney Rubble's eating. That, guy, <laughs> that guy's got to go You see, oh, they got man. so much energy that they can drive a car with their feet. <laughs> the process dude, is Barney simple. Barney was punching above his weight limit. Like 100%. That's true. He didn't skip leg day, dude. He had thighs, dog. Barney could grip me between his thighs any day of the week. The process is like, simple. It's <laughs> process simple, 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor visits. Answer a series of questions on their site. The medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed if ED is getting used Dude, out. Dude, Barney probably wears that, just like that long shirt so that he could just like roll it up at any time and his dick is right there. Oh That's God. why he's wearing that long shirt. It's time you join the hundreds of thousands of trusted him subscribers to get treatment. <laughs> Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash daddies. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash daddies for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash daddies. Get as hard as the Stone Age. <laughs> Hardmans nice. are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, and then automatically invests your money for you. You ever seen a big squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, Beth, I felt like a big squirrel when I was using Acorns when I was squirreling away my paycheck money away into investments. It was very easy, very easy to use. The Rock uses sometimes, it. The Rock yeah, uses sometimes it. Sometimes I yeah. see a squirrel so big, I'm like, is that dangerous? <laughs> uh, Acorns was great because I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about how the stock market works. It made it very, very simple. It was a very simplified way of getting into it. It divides things up, and the portfolios that are pre-built are just like, yeah, sound portfolios. Mm. Head to acorns.com slash dungeons or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Clients' testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote a few important disclosures at acorns.com slash dungeons. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC. Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Broker services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Freddie, plug your ears because we need to talk about Glenn. Okay, so 
I've never done. You've probably done them, Henry. Have, oh, how do you do gosh. intervention? How do we bring them in? All right. So what we need to do is we need to sit down and tell. And just for the record, all the interventions I've done have been unsuccessful because they were with my sons. Oh, okay. But the what we need to do is just be like, hey, could you come over and sit mm-hmm. down? You know, we all have some. We don't need to say it's an intervention right at the start. Mm-hmm. You know, we just start talking to Glenn about what we feel. Act natural. Act, Act natural. natural. And yeah. we'll just be like, hey, Glenn, you know, we, you know, how are you doing? And then we'll sit down. We'll start talking. So our objective, what is our objective? Well, I don't know. Last, in talking to my therapist, doctor, not me, and then you said that you talked to your mom, and then you said that you talked to your dad, yeah. and that it was all very cathartic and sort of wrapped up your character arc in a sort of a, <laughs> like a really um, wonderful way to set the stakes before we go forward here. Yeah, it just seems like he's not really dealing with his son. Yeah. Or lack thereof. Lack thereof. I think the goal is to get him to talk about how he feels. Oh, I didn't tell you guys this, but... When we first got to the beach, you know, you're having a nice moment with Terry and you were talking to your, your son. It was, it was that night. He mentioned he was thinking about not going back home. Okay, that's that's a big problem. That's a big thing. I should have brought that yeah. up before. I'm sorry. Yeah, There's a lot gotta, going on. We just got to crack him open okay. and just just fucking be there for whatever comes out. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. Here we, hey, okay. hey, where's Glenn right now? You're good, by the way. Glenn's probably uh, on the hammock, his hammock on the beach. <laughs> There's like little piss holes dotted all over. Oh, no. Hey, Henry, you brought four beers, but there's only three of us here. Ah, shucks. I guess that means Glenn will have to have two because I canonically don't drink beer. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, I mean, no, no, but one of these beers is a uh, a kombucha for you. Yeah. Hey, Hey. Glenn. Hey. Hey, hey, man. We were all thinking maybe we have, you know, one little drink together before. All right. Yeah. We're just over here having a heck of a time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what about that driving test today? Hey, Lark did real good. Oh, thanks, man. I'm, around. I'm a little nervous. All but that stuff, huh? Those moves. You taught him real well, Glenn. Yeah, I wonder how well Nick would have done. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> so speaking of speaking of that. Why don't you have a seat, uh, buddy? Oh. In a fun way. In a casual way. Well, I am. Darryl, we were in a circle, but then Daryl gets up and sits in between Henry and Ron. So it's very much three of them looking at just Glenn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's going on? This oh, nothing. I, just, like I don't know. I just felt that chair was a little small. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Glenn, I'm going to stay in the hammock if that's all right. That's, that's very comfortable. However you feel comfortable. Glenn. I'm getting good sleep in here. Oh, yeah. What's up? We, we want. How are you doing, buddy? Like, you know, cool. Pretty cool. Pretty, because it seems like you've gone through a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I got to say, personally, I'm a little worried about you, man. Ah, that's all right. I appreciate that, man. But, you know, I'm good. Well, you know, I just, I feel like we've been moving a mile a minute since everything that happened with the trial and with Jody and with Nick. And I just keep thinking about how I would feel if I was in that situation. Mm. And I think about how bad it would hurt and how... I don't know how I would deal with that. And I got to be honest, as your friend, the way you've been dealing with it concerns me. I feel like you've been, well, you know, you're, you're peeing in the ground. Well, hold on. I want to be clear. I've been peeing on the ground since the beginning. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. But, you know, like, I feel like maybe you're not dealing with your pain or you're maybe trying to stuff it down so you don't got to feel it. But, like, we, we love you. And, you know, Daryl told us that you were thinking, of maybe staying behind, and that really concerns me because I just I wanted Daryl. That was a that was a bro the bro oh, sorry. conversation. I'm bro. sorry, Glenn. I really didn't think it was a secret not for these two. I, I we just did here... sign NDAs after that. <laughs> but here personally, I just want to maybe I, I felt like I kind of interrupted you, or you know, we neither of us were really feeling like talking that moment. I'm just I right now would like to know, you know, what are you feeling that way, and maybe you can tell us about it. And yeah, we're, a little we're here bit. To... I'll tell you what. Yeah, I mean, you gotta remember, guys. After the trial, I was in a cell. 
for a while. For yeah, a man. long time. What was it, a few days or something for you guys, but it was it was years for me, man. I had a lot of time to think in there. Me and Nick Jr. I bounced a lot of ideas off my boy Nick Jr. here. Squeak. Yeah. Yeah. I, Glenn, and, mm-hmm. Nick Jr.'s not your son. I know. I oh. know he's not my son. Nick Jr.'s a a rat that kept me company through those long years. And down there, that's basically all I had. And I got to say, you ever read that book? Uh, what was it? The Count of Monte Cristo? The movie's good. <laughs> I haven't no, read the book, though. You haven't read Tell the book? us about the book. I don't remember it that much, actually. I had to read it back in school or something. But anyway, the point is, I just got the feeling that like sometimes the universe can be a real piece of shit. And uh, sometimes you roll good, and sometimes you roll bad. And things are unfair, and the world changes around you. It's not up to you. Sometimes fate kind of takes things away from you. Or maybe it is maybe your fault a little bit. I guess after all that time down there and consulting with my boy Nick Jr. here, all that grief I felt losing my son, I eventually just had to accept it. But good news, I've channeled all that into hatred for my dad because I just kept going back to the same answer, which is, if I could just kill my dad, things will feel a lot better. That's kind of where I'm at right well, now. Well, that sounds healthy. Like, that's, did you <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Even, I guess you didn't read the book, but like that's that's the, kind of the opposite <laughs> lesson of, so like in- Oh, in, is the movie different? Did they change it up? Yeah, they, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not going to feel, I mean, we might have to, um, who, I think killing your dad, getting home is, is important, but- What is home for me anymore? Well, you, you have- is, it, is, it, is it the place where your loved ones are? Is that where it is? Is that where home is? What is home for you, Daryl? I mean, yeah, home isn't a place for me. Home is where the people I love is and where I can always come back to. And I know you've lost all that, and I can't So then imagine. what the fuck am I supposed to do? I, I, I don't know, Glenn. What do you want, Glenn? Do you want a relationship with your son? Yeah. Well, then that's what you do, man. So go, that's, so go to hell? That's if you want. Hell yeah, you go to hell. If you want a relationship with Nick... Your son, who you love, you fight for that, man. And that's more important than your dad, just as your friend. I'm just saying that. What do you think you're going to feel after you kill your dad? Do you think you're going to feel happy? Do you think that that's going to help you get Nick back? I know it's something we got to do, but, man, you got to, like, if that's what's important to you, that's what's important to you. And that's your family. If Nick is still your family, then at the very least, you got to try. All right? I don't know if you'll be able to live with yourself. I want to have, you know, I, I'm going to give Nick and uh, his, his new dad a little bit of space. But I don't want to be out of his life either. And I just got to say this. I just got to say I've, I've seen a lot, of, a lot of stuff where they're talking about, oh, revenge isn't a good feeling. It does it's all empty at the end. It's like, well, maybe sometimes I want to try it out for myself. How many of those nerd authors ever really did kill their own father, huh? How could they know? They're just Whoa. making it up. They're just imagining it. It's yeah. fiction. And I don't know. I just this is this is all I'm thinking about, and it's kind of tough to let go of because I do feel like my dad's a bad dude, and he's responsible indirectly for a lot of us. He's responsible for all of us being here in the first place. He's responsible for this whole mess that that we got ourselves into. So if not death, then what? Just to let him go? Well, I was thinking, you know, Henry, you don't know what's really important to Glenn. Only Glenn knows what's important to Glenn. So I don't think we should judge him for thinking like yeah, you, one Rod. thing will do. Well, I'm not done with you yet, oh. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, judge him for thinking about what will make him feel better or if he needs to feel better at all. So I guess, I don't know, maybe this wasn't the best intervention because we're kind of trying to intervene on each other and then figuring out. There's a lot of cross-intervening going on. Yeah. Yes, um, Wait, is this an intervention? Well, no, <laughs> it was an intervention. I mean, we're just you know, concerned about it. It was you. an intervention. 
intervention, Glenn. We're worried for our friend, Glenn. We love you and we're scared. And we see you going through these emotions and you're so internal about it. And we can't read you and we're freaked out. We're a little scared. Maybe I'm intervening myself right now. Maybe I'm intervening how scared I am for my friend, Glenn. And it's making me do crazy things like judge people, which is not something I'd like to do. But I guess I'm doing it. You're very right, Ron. Thank you for the note. But Glenn, <laughs> I, as your friend, Henry, who didn't like you when I first met you, but has grown tolerant of you and uh, has found a sort of affection for you and who sees you being a good dad to Nick. And I just... Well, I guess we'll figure it out. I'm sorry, Glenn. We really weren't trying to sabotage you. And, and good point, Ron. I'll, I'm just going to leave it at this because you're right. There's a lot. All I want to say is that whatever you need, we are here for you. And there's so much going on that I can't possibly imagine. I don't know what home is for you. All I want you to know is that the three dads here, we all love you. And if you ever come back to us or want to be with us, we are here for you. And, and we're here for you in this end of this journey. And there's a lot going on, but we're here for you. So Yeah, maybe, Glenn, we're not home. But we are Olive Garden, and when you're here, you're family. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, as you say that, from Aaron's uh, hut, you hear like a loud crash and a bang, and you hear, oh, fuck, fuck. And then the door, after a brief moment of like scuffling, you see the door kick open, and Aaron comes out holding a bunch of items in her arms, and also she's bleeding from (gasps) her stomach from like a wound. Aaron! I I cast my highest level healing spell on her. Oh! Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, boy. Fuck. Fuck. You got to be sorry. careful in there. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I know I have to be careful, Henry. Thank you. No, it's I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really the... judging a lot of people right <laughs> yeah, now. And no I'm going to just I'm going to just take a step back for a second. Okay. So I've got some items for you. All uh, right. One of them is kind of time sensitive, but I'll save that for that because it requires more explanation. First of all, I've got the ring of swapping. This is very neat. So this is from Eric Zizpulski. Thank you, Eric. As a bonus action, the wearer can choose to swap places with a creature they can see within 100 feet. They then swap places, and that creature is now wearing the Ring of Swapping. Whoa! So that's that cool. person can now use the Ring of Swapping. So that's cool. So why don't you take that, bing, and she flicks it into the air kind of hurriedly. And she's looking a little bit like, oh, fuck, because you got stabbed. Henry grabs the ring. Then there is the Amulet of Youngblood by Chase Davis. Thank you, Chase Davis. I don't know if you'll be able to use this. Maybe you will. Could be fun. When you wear it, it makes you appear like a young kid. Doesn't do anything to your stats, just makes you look like a kid. That's fine. Ooh, interesting. Um, and then she pulls up a, what looks like a dictionary, and she goes, this one's very strong. Just be careful about this one. It's called the Word Anomicon, and she tosses it at one of you. And she goes, uh, so this is by Simon Young. Thank you, Simon. It's a dictionary with three magical spaces that the dads can use to create words that will instantly be assimilated into the common tongue as if they always existed. That's a Glenn one if, he's, if I've yeah, ever heard NBC, PR. NBCs all understand the words and their meaning. The three slots do not all need to be used at the same time, and words which exist in our world may not have dictionary definitions. But yeah, basically just allows you to create words. It's kind of cool. It's mainly for like getting in people's heads and stuff like that. Okay, so the one... It still hurts. Uh, and then she pulls out a knife, very long, sharp knife. And Whoa. she goes, this is... The Cut to the Chase by Will S. Thank you, Will. And the premise of this is that if you, I thought that it would be a, like a long time thing, but it's a time thing. So if you basically like prick yourself with it, then you get resistance against all damage from a particular enemy type. So I was just like, uh, humans and stab myself and it like, I could feel the power that it works and stuff like that. But basically now that it's been used, we only have until Wait, the you next to prick or stab. Well, I kind of erred on the side of stab, but it basically does like 6d4 damage to you. But if you're going to be doing a long rest and stuff anyway, then it shouldn't be that big of a deal. But it's like I turned it on and its battery is running out when I stabbed myself with it. I was experimenting with it. I accidentally turned it on. Sounds like this could be a good thing to use for that dragon. 
Mm. And we I was actually thinking, I, uh, yeah, you unfortunately have to use it now because otherwise you would like go to the fight and then just decide what was about to hit you or whatever. But like, yeah, I was thinking at the very least, Glenn could use it for the dragon because the dragon is going to come after him because of the, all the shit that went down in Meth Bay. I don't know if, if you all wanted to use it on like humans because of your dads and stuff. I'm going to use it on dragons. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Anybody have a problem with that? I yeah, I oh. don't. So one person gets to use it. Is that or no? We, we, we all get to use it. Oh, but oh okay. I'll, we'll start with Glenn because he he knows what he wants to use. It. All right. So Glenn, go ahead and hold out your hands. Do the left arm because I use them right-handed. Okay, and that's your <laughs> that's your big left arm, right? Normie. <laughs> so roll sixty-four. Sixty-four. Okay. Three. Don't roll real high or low. One. I mean, probably low, but one. No. One. Three. One. 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 Uh, six. Six. She goes. Oh, shit, I'm holding it backwards. <laughs> she, like, flips it back right side up, and she goes, oh, here we go. It's going to work this time. She stabs you. Go ahead and roll 64 again. Again? Yeah, sorry. So take more damage? <laughs> there's only, there's like, a limited number of charges on it. I see. A seven. Okay. Go ahead and tell me the species that you want to get resistance against. Dragons. Erin grabs her stomach and sort of doubles over and, like, puts her hand on your shoulder to steady herself, and she gets real close to you, and she goes, you mean dragging these nuts across your face? <gasps> Kill! And what? Her, her polymorph spell disappears from her, and you see Willie Stampler, and what your heart ex- oh, your no! heart explodes inside fuck? of your chest what? because you are now below 100 HP, and you have 15 seconds to say or do something before the blood leaves your body and you go unconscious and die. <laughs> One, Wait, two, what? three. I cast, I cast another four, heal spell on him. Five. Doesn't matter. It was power word kill. Six. Seven, I fuck, um, eight, I, nine, I, ten, I, eleven, freeze him, something. Do I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna cast against Willie Feeble Mind. Okay, so what does Feeble Mind? Feeble do? Mind is I blast the mind of a creature that I can see within range, attempting to shatter its intellect and personality. Tara takes four d6 psychic damage and must make an intelligent saving throw. On a failed save, the creature's intelligence and charisma scores become one. The creature can't cast spells, activate magic items understand language or communicate in any intelligible way at the end of every 30 days the creature can repeat its saving throw against the spell if it succeeds on the saving throw the spell ends so he has to make an intelligent saving throw He's yeah. He also um, whisper. Let's put the put the bracelet on him i'm gonna roll side of hand first of all fuck yeah first yeah. feeble mind okay so he got a 17 so he saves uh i hate to break it to you my friend what does that do attack save is at my level intelligence 18 really <gasps> Okay. To explain Feeble Mind, I go, I already made the D's nuts joke, you moron. <laughs> but somehow he resists the power of the enfeeblement. As, so that's- as that's going on, Henry looks at Ron and then slams a hand on Ron's shoulder. I cast Guidance on Ron. It's like Bardic Inspiration. He gets a D4 to add to an ability check of his choice. I want to fucking do a sneak attack for the first time in my fucking life. Go for it. Okay, I'm going to roll stealth and try to to slip behind him like a little sandworm. Okay, go ahead and roll stealth. That's a, such a heavy sounding dice. I know. 19. All right. Plus 11. 11. <laughs> oh my God. So it's 30. I'll have him roll, I guess, perception. Uh, he got a 14. So you successfully managed to sneak behind him. So you get one action before he's going to take his action. Okay. We're trying to get the bracelet on Willie. Yeah. That's a six. I, I okay, but you got yeah, roll again. Fucking fifteen. Okay, plus plus your roll your plus four. So nineteen. Nineteen. Plus one. Plus one. Twenty. 20. Okay, so I'll have him roll. So he got a five. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, the 
cuff is about to go around his wrist. You can feel the temperature of the air change as his body from his hand is is radiating onto yours. It's, it's that close to him. And then all of a sudden, his hand darts out. And without looking back, he goes, are you guys fucking stupid? I'm a goddamn legend. And he uses his second legendary resistance. He only has three for the entire rest of this campaign. But he can at any time where he would have failed a check, succeed a check. And so he uses it in that moment and slaps the bracelet out of your hand. But when he turns and sees that it's you, Ron, holding the bracelet against him, that you actually raised a hand against him, for the first time in his eyes, you see surprise, you see shock, and his smile disappears, and it's replaced with something. It's not, but it's like the next-door neighbor of fear that you would feel comfortable raising a hand against your own father. And you could tell he was about to try to say something clever, about to try to say something mean. As he looks into your eyes, he can't think of anything, and he just snaps his fingers, and he's gone. He teleports away to another location using a 7th level spell teleport, and as he disappears, a bloodied Aaron O'Neill comes out of her home holding the stab wound on her stomach, and she goes, Willie, it's... it's," And then she sees Glenn, she goes, oh no. And, uh... It's alright, Aaron, I had a better these nuts joke. And then Glenn Close dies. Holy shit. I'm going to go to a wrestling show. (laughs) (laughs) No. Fighters. Oh, my God. Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson. Anthony Birch is our DM. Will Campos is Henry Oak. Beth May is Ron Stampler and myself. Freddie Wong is Glenn Close. Our theme song is All Right by Maxton Waller. Courtney Theron is our content producer. Ashley Nicolette is our community manager. Chad Ellis provides additional editing. Robin Rapp is our transcriber. Special thanks this week to Eric Sapolsky, Chase Davis, and Simon Young for submitting items that we used in this episode. You too can do that if you're a patron. People like Omri Ainov, Mark Zepp, Opened Eight Eyes, Grant R. May... V, those are two different people, May, V, Trey Cleveland, William Joseph Silcott, Ollie Pestana, PD18, but the 18's in Roman numerals, Becca K, Lil East Bay, Joseph Rollins, Andrew Dialora, Paula Castillo, Noel Rivera, Izzy Hardy, Vincent M. Haney, Jennifer Wynn, and Luke and Kim Dragonblood. September 18th, we are doing another Dad Live show. It's going to be streamed live starting at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Don't worry if you can't make that because the VOD will be available to everybody who buys tickets. Those tickets are five bucks each, and you can find the link at DungeonsAndDaddies.com. That's our website. It's going to be back-to-school themed. Peyton is going to be attempting to get into an exclusive private school. Check it out. If you're a patron, by the way, you get in for free to this show so if you're gonna be spending five buckaroonies you might as well get some access to hours upon hours of bonus content behind the scenes and more for that you can go to patreon.com slash dungeons and dads tickets and our website at dungeonsanddaddies.com our twitter is dungeons and dads subreddit dungeons and daddies our next episode's coming out september 21st the live show september 18th so if you want to get some more dad stuff earlier you can show up to that you know there's tickets at our website see you then there was a time when you could read between you know they never brought you down Never brought you down Hey, 
this is Walter the Immoral with Walter the Immoral Blacksmithing. Uh, please buy my knives. I need gas for my uh, lawnmower, and most of the work I've been doing has been pro bono for these for these four dads. And it's been a long time since I actually made a sale.